Yo, what's happening? John Fitch here. You're back. Another beautiful Sunday. John Fitch knows nothing. Super Bowl is happening, and um, it was actually a pretty good game. It wasn't bad. I don't watch much of the sports ball, but uh, the kids wanted to watch, so we watched. It's not bad. Enjoying the game. But, yeah, it was time to get the show started. And there was only a little bit of time left. So um, you guys will have to keep me posted on how the game's going because it was tied up when I entered the garage here. And um, it's been a while since I watched the Super Bowl, but I've been enjoying it. You know, it is a lot of the same blah, 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 blah. You know, it is. I wonder sometimes if the analysts and analysts even really pay attention to what the other guy's saying, or they just have some set number of talking points that they want to spew. How much of it is really deep thought? And will someone never go back and re-listen to it and be like, oh, yeah, this guy had some really great insight. Or is it just the babble, 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 babble? Bam, balam, 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 balam. Bam, balam, balam, balam. And um, it's just they're just talking to talk. And everybody's like, oh, oh, yep, yep. He said, he said that thing I've heard before. Uh, it was said. Uh, so it must be true. Yes, yes. I feel good about the thing that was said. That's good that it was said by someone because – I was thinking it. I don't know. Seems like a lot of repetition. A lot of a lot of the same things over and over again. But that doesn't take away from the fun of a sporting contest. I enjoy the sporting contest. But yeah, keep me guys uh two minutes left, sixteen sixteen. Yep, Coach Gloy, I did want to play football. I was a uh, wrestling was my second sport. I was number one gonna play football. That was the goal. That was what I wanted to do. That's how I wanted to do things. Um I didn't even cut weight. Like my my I wrestled up weight, you know. Um, I probably could wrestle. I wrestled one like 71, 72, my uh, freshman year of high school. I could have cut weight and made one, I think it was 165 or something. It was only like two or three pounds. But I wanted to make sure that I was never cutting weight and was always putting on weight because I wanted to play football. I could have wrestled down, down a weight class and everything I wrestled at in high school. And that would have probably made pretty good difference <laughs> it would have been a lot stronger but I did I did well enough uh, in the way I did <laughs> well enough because in a sport the way sports work see guys is that when you win you move forward you get a higher ranking higher seed more opportunities that's how sports work an actual sport. Oh. <sighs> 
Oh, Michael is saying, uh, you stated you aren't a huge fan of amateur MMA. Is part of it, if you haven't enough talent, just go straight to pro fights? No, it's not that. It's that it's there's too big of a risk. There's too much of a risk. I think something happened because my neighbors are watching the game too and they just started yelling. Um, <clears throat> if you uh, are fighting amateur, you're, you're still taking a huge risk. You're still risking hurting your body. You're still risking uh, getting a concussion, CTE, those type of things, and you're not getting paid. You're not getting paid for it. If you're going to put your body at risk, you might as well be making money. And I think you can get more experience doing amateur grappling, Muay Thai, and boxing without taking as much damage, without risking your health as much as with amateur MMA. I think it's just not a good system. I think what the uh, the Russians are doing with uh, their combat Sambo, I think that's one of the reasons why the Russians are doing so well in fights now is because combat Sambo is a more complete amateur system. They're wearing the shin pads, the shin pads, a little bit bigger gloves, headgear. They do headbutt, but at least they're wearing, you know, they're wearing more gear, I think, more safety stuff. I think it's better long-term, you know. And, uh, yeah, that was the other news was Sneeko getting his brake speed off by uh, – Sean Strickland. I got a few things to say about that. I think I've got it. Should we watch? Should we watch it? Should I put it up? I don't know if I'm going to get dinked or trouble by showing this. I hope not. But I'm just going to show you guys. I'm sure you've seen it. But the uh, Strickland and Sneeko. throw down and yeah Sean's going really hard which shouldn't be you know they throw it to he's still going hard he's leaning into it trying to do as much damage as possible this is a bad look for him because there's been plenty of pro fighters who have um Worked with amateur guys who, like, maybe crossed the line or shouldn't have done something. And, you know, whack, whacked him into the body. I remember there was Sugar Ray uh, Leonard a long time ago was with some guy who's an amateur boxer or something, semi-pro something. The guy turned it up a little bit too much. And uh, Sugar just found his little zoom, his little, his little focus point, and then whack, hit him in the body super hard. I think there's ways to do it delicately and showing your dominance without freaking out. That was a little bit of a freak out on uh, Strickland's side there. I think it's a bad look for Sean. At the same time, Sneeko was a dumbass. And all of you other clout-chasing dummies realize that there are certain things and people will, where you just don't screw around. You don't play around with it. You don't play around with their world. You don't like put on a bunch of like gangster rap stuff and flash gang signs and go down to Southside Chicago or somewhere somewhere in LA where the gangsters are. 
and be like, I'm just going to be a hardcore gangster now, and they're going to accept me. It's not going to go well. Somebody's going to pull your card. Somebody's not going to like it. So as wrong as Strickland was for doing that, you've got to expect that, that on some level, if you're if you're kicking rocks around and being like, yeah, I don't think I might be a fighter. I'm pretty tough. I hit mitts sometimes, and I come from a tough neighborhood. I'm I'm maybe doing this thing. Yeah, let's go, world champ. Let's spar, and I'll show you how tough I am, or whatever. Um, I think it's uh, yeah. You're you're probably you're probably getting beat up, and you deserve it. Oh, UFC paid Sneeko, big if true. That's big if true, UFC paid Sneeko. <laughs> Anything for news, right? Anything for news. This guy's been in the news. A lot of people know who he is with streaming and all that stuff for some reason. My kids luckily don't know who he is. But, um, yeah, 100%. You're going to see more of this type of stuff. Who's the big? Who's the big news? Who's doing the big stuff? Who's got all the views right now? Oh, we've got to do some uh, some co collaborations. We got to do some collaboration. This was a collaboration. This is a UFC Sneeko collab. They collabed it up, and this is what we're gonna get. It's the great stuff we're gonna see for years to come. Yay! Yeah, you're not wrong there, Gloy. You hit them as hard as they want to hit you. You let them know, hey, we can go light. I'd rather go light than non stuff, nonsense, hard stuff. Oh, they're in the performance center center re recording. Yeah, that might not look so great. Um, all right, we're gonna go over the fights. First and foremost, I uh I think this will be good to make a little clip. Uh Peter, my my guy who uh, does my little clips I put up on uh, Instagram and uh, other places. <clears throat> I want to address a few misconceptions about the Monopoly case that we're going through, right? Um, one people, one, one, for one, People are arguing, oh, well, you have options. You have other options. There are other promotions for you to go to. So, see, look, there's no Monopoly. That's ridiculous. Okay. So, Monopoly doesn't mean there's just one. It doesn't mean that you have more choices. Monopoly under U.S. law means market power. They're able to set a price because they have market power. And I'm pretty sure everybody will be in agreement that UFC has market power in uh, the MMA market. Okay. If um, 
the company is controlling 90% of the profits. If they if they have 90% of the top talent in every weight class, if they have the, the top belt that everybody wants to achieve, they have market power. And that market power allows them to set prices within that market. Because why would other promotions come out and pay more, especially to the majority of their fighters, pay more for all their fighters than the top earner, the top gross uh, company is going to pay? They're not. They're going to pay what they can. The uh, UFC is only going to pay as much as they have to to keep the top talent. All right. Um, and then another common complaint or uh, misunderstanding of what's going on is people saying, well, well, the NBA, the NFL, NHL, MLB, they're all monopolies too. Um, but they're not. Okay, it's very important that you understand why they're not. They already went through this legal process. They already went through the lawsuits or the threat of lawsuits to get to where we're trying to get to. All right. Um, all of those organizations, all those professional team sports organizations are exempt from antitrust violations. Right. Uh, they're not um, guilty of monopolies because they have a exemption from the government. Right. The monopolies TG. The uh, statutory labor exemption provided by their CBAs, the collective bargaining agreements, removes the uh, the monopoly effect. So if UFC was going to uh, sit down with all the fighters from all promotions and create a collective bargaining agreement uh, industry-wide, then maybe they would be able to avoid what's coming but they're not they're not going to do that all right let's go into the fights preliminary card for um this fight did i catch all of these i didn't see all of them i missed some of them what happened in the marcos in Ori fight. I didn't see that one. Max Griffin and Wells. I think that was the first fight. I uh, I watched. Both of these guys got um a little bit tired. It looked like to me. It looked like they were both gassing a little bit. This is welterweight fight. They're both dragging a little bit. Um, the light heavyweight fight, they're definitely dragging. <laughs> Devin Clark and Prak, Prak, Prakino. Um, karate guy versus guy who can box and wrestle a little bit. Wasn't a blowout. Martian uh, would throw some very labored punches. But he looked he looked tired most of that fight. Devin Clark started getting more tired as the fight went on but they both they look both looked exhausted i honestly could have picked either one of those guys with that fight because of how tired they looked throughout the fight either guy looked like they were about ready to blow on the other guy and knock him over look boon me is just a horse kicking everybody around 
Loma Lukbun me. Was beating up uh, Brazil. It's just too much, too much horsepower, man. Timmy Kwamba and Bolaji Oki. We have a decision with Oki. Carlos Prates over Trevor Trevin Gills. Knockout round two. I don't a lot of those names I did not recognize. I just didn't. The Devin Clark, I've seen Devin Clark fight, Max Griffin fight. But a lot of uh not very well known names on the undercard there. Rodolfo Vieira and Armen Petrosian. Uh Vieira, man, tough, tough grappling. Got to his uh, wrestling, got the takedown, moved his way into submission. He was just uh, smothering of our men. Darius Flowers and Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson got the got the decision here. Uh, he's been struggling off and on with the fights lately. Uh, Darius. I mean, I don't know. I think, yeah, Johnson overwhelmed him. But at the same time, there wasn't a lot to this fight. They both seemed to uh, be trying to counter each other. I think they both could have engaged and turned it up a notch. Uh, I'm not bad. I'm not mad at the decision, but I feel like it, could have, it was one of those. Either guy could have taken it with a little more output. Type thing. Tavares and Rodriguez. Rodriguez is a big, strong dude. And uh, he looks a lot older than he is. <laughs> you know? Uh, he's got kind of the old face. But he's a, he's a monster. And uh, he's more of a grappler, but he throws heavy punches. And he lands good, clean stuff, especially later in the rounds. And uh, he was able to put Tavares away round three. It was a pretty good fight up to that point. I was enjoying it. Birchik and uh, Ihor Victoria. This one, um, Victoria started off kind of slow, but he got a couple fouls, poked in the eye, kicked in the balls. Maybe that was what was going on. But Birchik looked like he was dictating the pace in the first round. He was winning the first round, doing well in the first round. And uh, the the fouls really kind of screwed up his momentum in that first round. But after the first round, Ihor kind of stole the momentum and was able to do more work, land more stuff, keep Birchik, uh confused and not scoring the way he needed to. So he ended up... Taking that fight away. I don't know if he was using the fouls in that first round to kind of steer the momentum away, or he would have taken the momentum earlier if he didn't get fouled. But I don't know. He looked he looked tough.
Yeah, Robocop. Robocop, he's a monster. Um, then we get into the co-main. We're moving through these kind of fast because there is the game going on. We might not do a whole whole show. Um, we had Ige, Dan Ige, who's always fun to watch. Always comes, throws hard. Can fight anywhere. Will fight anywhere. And uh, Andre Feely, Touchy Feely. I've been liking this Feely kid. He fights. He fights tough. Um, he can fight anywhere too. But he just got popped. By Dan Ige, he got caught. Ige um, threw the right hand over Feely's kind of lazy jab. He kind of just put it out there, didn't take it back fast, didn't bring it up. Ige came over the top, stuck him. As soon as he hit the ground, got over top of him, stuck him again. And uh, Feely was out. 230, 2, 243, 243 in the first minute. It's nasty. He uh he popped him good. I gotta say, that was real good. Oh my goodness. Okay. I just went and clicked and that video of Strickland beating the crap out of <laughs> that kid is still playing. Why? Why? What is? What are people doing? I don't know, man. What are people doing? I don't get them sometimes. Yep, I've been there before. Coach Gloy saying, fun fact, I went to roll today and no one showed up. Nothing more frustrating than showing up to train and your training partners don't. Yes, I've been there. That is one of the most uh, frustrating things to experience. Because um, you don't even have anybody to drill with. You can't even like, even if the worst guy shows up, even if the worst guy shows up, you can drill. You can get some extra rounds. You can get some extra movement in something. But they're just like, nope. Not showing up today. I'm so good. I don't need it. Nice. Coach Floyd, keeping it fresh with the Super Chats. I'm uh, again looking down because I had to bust out a backup monitor because uh, my other monitor, I had a big TV like monitor, 48 inch TV like flat screen. I got it for 25 bucks when I moved into this place. There had a, a, a community wide uh, sale, like garage sale thing. Everybody could bring their stuff out, they were getting rid of it in their garage. And I got me this nice TV for 25 bucks. It lasted me about five years. About five years with that beautiful uh, monitor. And it worked really well. And then one day, just stopped turning on. It was uh, 
one of those things, man. Now I've got my back up, so my eyes are a little bit lower. That's a little frustrating because I'm looking at it and I feel like I'm looking down all the time. But we're good. We're all good. So Ige over Touchy Feely, which, um, yeah, what's well, going to be up for Dan Ige? Because Dan Ige has been around for ages. He has this win over Feely. He lost to Bryce Mitchell. He beat Landwehr. He beat Damon Jackson. He lost to Evlov. Lost to Josh Emmett. Lost to Korean Zombie. Okay, so he's had some he's had some downs. Lost to Qatar. Beat Barboza. So he's he's had some skids. He's had some skids here and there. But EA is a gamer. Shows up in fights. So I don't know what we'll see with him. We'll see up with the what you know, I don't know what we, what they do with him next. Where does he go? Is he going to get fixed into that um benchmark, right? The gatekeeper. Is he going to be that gatekeeper who keeps out the young guys who don't belong at the top? Is that where he's going? Is that where his position is going to be? Mm. Maybe, maybe. Because that was a uh, that was a fierce knockout. Absolutely. Uh, Hermanson and Joe Pfeiffer. Oh man, Joe Pfeiffer. I feel like. Let off the gas. I feel like he let off the gas at some point. Uh, he could have had Hermanson out of there. I think he he punches harder. If he would have jumped all over Hermanson more in that first and second round, I think um, I think he could end that fight. Also, if he keeps pressure, if he turns the pressure up in the third. Then at least he's going three rounds into the next two. He's up three rounds. But I don't know, man. He just coasted. He came out pretty good. Came out pretty hard. And um, landed some good stuff. And then nothing. Just let off. Let off the gas. Just <clears throat> I'm just going to let this guy off the hook. I'm just going to let it go. I don't know, man. It's a little bit too much. A little bit too much. Why come out so hard and fast and beat the guy up for, for 10 minutes and then chill out? Could also be that um, Hermanson was just that good at controlling distance. After he took some big shots, he began to control the distance and not take the big shots, get out of the way of the pressure. Maybe that's what he was doing. Maybe that's what happened more than Pfeiffer screwing up and getting tired and not finishing well. Maybe Hermanson just uh, turned on the old man charm 
and played the line, made a miss, and then was able to put volumes on him because that's really what that looked like was a volume win. Hermanson was able to land more punches to do more work, looked fancier than Pfeiffer did. Um, but I think Pfeiffer has a lot of potential. He does have a lot of potential. He hits hard. He can wrestle a little bit. He's got some grappling. But we'll see. We'll see because Hermanson, Hermanson's lost a little bit, hasn't he, recently? He's lost a little touch. He's got this win, 2023. No, did not fight last year at all. Shh. He beat, oh, he lost to Doldze. He beat Chris Curtis. He beat Shabazian. He doesn't fight very often. He beat Vittori, or lost to Vittori. Beat Gaslam. So these guys are just weird records, man. He lost to Cannonier. He beat Souza. He beat Branch. Yeah, so these guys are difficult, man. They're difficult to to get a good beat on. They're up and down, up and down. And then guys are no longer around after they fight and beat them or lose to them. Coach Gloy says, I'm competing at the IBJJF at 188 pounds. I think this way I'll have a little bit of size on these guys and won't be hard to cut and still have hard gas tank. That's good. San Fran's going to win. Is that what's going to happen? Are they up? Oh, the Kansas City Cheeks. It's hard to, sorry to hear that. I, uh, my son's a Cheeks fan. Let's see the Kansas City Cheeks too well. All right, guys. I have a ton of stuff. I might want to go and get back to the game. Scrolling through the stuff, seeing what we have. All righty. All right, guys. I don't know. Should I cut it early? Am I cutting it early? You guys going to be hurt if I cut it early because uh, it's game time and it's not over yet. You know what I'm saying? All right, guys. Yeah, guys, I think I'm going to go because I don't have a lot of else to cover.
because that was the fight. Uh, next is 298. We got Volkanovski and Ilya Tapuria. I don't know, man. Um, Tapuria is just looking good. His boxing looks really good. 14-0. Still not a ton of experience. I mean, I hate that. Man. I don't have a ton of experience. This guy's almost oh, twice as many fights as him. But, all right. For Volkanovski, Tapuria. I don't know, man. I think Tapuria could do this. But is Volkanovski just going to big arm him? I don't know. Uh, Whitaker and Costa. Like, it's an interesting matchup, but at the same time, this fight would have been better three years ago. But, like, but boxing is the one that does that. And, uh, this fight would have been better a few years ago. Right now, hmm, I don't know if I really care. Jeff Neal and Ian Gary. Let's see if uh, Ian Gary can put the harassment of his old lady old lady stuff uh Chivalry and Cejudo Kapilov and Hernandez so there's uh there's some fights Lemos Dern Tafa Rogero de Lima some big heavyweights fighting Nakamura and Farah, Rubio, Ming Yang. There are some, uh, there's some fights, so I guess we'll have something to watch and talk about, at least. Uh, if I move back to the Midwest, what do I do with the kids? Well, that, that's the thing. The kids will be uh, hopefully coming back to school. I'm hoping to, hopefully I'm getting them back there for high school. That would be ideal. And then if not, uh, I'll be moving back after they graduate. So either way, they won't be having to deal with much. Tapuria overconfident. Mm, yeah, but he also just got knocked out. Coach Gloy competing three times in March. That's excellent. Got to get after it. I got to keep getting my uh, cardios in. Been trying to do more cardio uh, this month, preparation for the birthday. I need to do more. I need to push more. It's weird. We don't have competitions anymore, and you just have to, like, get yourself in shape to be in shape. But, yeah, man, it's work. I did a little bit of band work today just to get the blood moving in my arms. All right, guys. Um, I think... I'm going to close it up early because of the uh, the football. The football stuff is happening.
All right, though, guys. Uh, yeah. Um, Bellator cards coming up. PFL cards coming up. The most important event is going to be the class action lawsuit trial begins April fifteenth. Just because there's options does not mean there is not a monopoly. Monopoly talks about market share. If you get ninety percent of the market or more, like you are a monopoly. You have monopolized the market, and you single-handedly will have a huge impact on pay in that market. 